Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode, riveting, riveting episode of The Dictionary. This is the only podcast that I'm aware of where somebody is reading the dictionary and you are going to love it. The first word is behind, B-E-H-I-N-D, second form preposition from before the 12th century, 1A, in or to a place or situation in back of or to the rear of, as in look behind you. Also as in put behind bars, 1B. This one is used as a function word to indicate something that screens an observer, as in, the sun went behind a cloud. So there was no official definition, it was just saying how it's used. 1C, following in order, as in, marched behind the band. Number two is used as a function word to indicate backwardness, delay, or deficiency, as in, behind the times. Also as in, behind schedule. And also as in, again, lagged behind last year's sales. 3A, in the background of, as in, the conditions behind the strike. 3B, out of the mind or consideration of, as in, put our troubles behind us. 3C, beyond in depth or time, as in, the story behind the story. Also as in, go back behind St. Augustine. 4a, in support of, on the side of, as in, solidly behind the candidate. 4b, with the support of, as in, 1, 1 to 0, behind brilliant pitching. Now we have the third form of behind. It is a noun from circa 1830, and we have the synonym buttocks often used as a euphemism for ass in idiomatic expressions, as in, get your behind over here. And I don't think that sentence has ever been said so properly and succinctly. Get your behind over here. Uh, next, we have behind hand. One word, adjective from 1535. One, being in arrears. Number two, uh, to A, being in an inferior position. And to B, being behind schedule. Next, we have behind the scenes. Three words with hyphens. Adjective from 1850. One, being or working out of public view or in secret. As in, behind the scenes lobbying for more money. Also as in, a behind the scenes player. Number two, revealing or reporting the hidden workings. As in, a behind the scenes account. Also as in, a behind-the-scenes glimpse. For filmmaking and animation and fun stuff like that, I've always loved to see the behind-the-scenes. I don't know why. It's partly that I like seeing how it was made, but I also like seeing uh, bloopers and just sort of what was going on in the set uh, behind-the-scenes. The first example that comes to mind is the whole series of behind the scenes short films for the third season of Twin Peaks. Uh, they, they did a very expansive sort of documentary on each episode in order, and it's, uh, it's just super fascinating, and it's amazing to see David Lynch work. There are a lot of other good examples of that, but I really love that stuff. Next, we have Behold, verb from before the 12th century. Transitive is first. Number one. To perceive through sight or apprehension. Synonym is C-S-E-E. Number two, to gaze upon. 
synonym is observe. And then the intransitive definition says, used in the imperative, especially to call attention. Behold, and then beholder is a noun. Uh, this is from Middle English, to keep or behold. From Old English, behialdan, from be plus hialdan, which means to hold. Now we have beholden, with an en at the end. It is a, uh, an adjective from the 14th century. Being under obligation for a favor or gift. Synonym is indebted. As in, I'm beholden to you. That means I am indebted to you. I owe you something like my life. Next we have behoof. A noun from before the 12th century. Synonyms are advantage and profit. As in, for his own behoof. That's an interesting word. Uh, let's see. I think that is good. Now we have behoove. B-E-H-O-O-V-E. It is a verb from before the 12th century. Transitive definition, to be necessary, proper, or advantageous for. As in, it behooves us to go. It would be good for us to go. And then the intransitive definition, to be necessary, fit, or proper. Next is behove. We took out an O, and it became behove. This is a chiefly British variation of behoove. I thought it was a past form of behoove, but, but that doesn't make sense, I guess. Uh, I guess you would say it, it behooved us. That would be the past sense, yes. Next, excuse me. Next, we have the word beige, B-E-I-G-E. It is the first form, noun from circa 1858, one Cloth made of natural undyed wool. And that's the end of the sentence. Number 2A, a variable color averaging light grayish yellowish brown. 2B, a pale to grayish yellow. Beigey is an adjective and probably something that nobody ever says. Number 2, and now we have the second form of beige. It is an adjective from 1879. One of the color beige. And number two, lacking distinction. Synonym is the number two definition for the word vanilla. Next we have beignet, B-E-I-G-N-E-T. And I didn't know this, but another uh, proper pronunciation is beignet, with two long A sounds, beignet. And this is a noun from 1835. Number one, synonym is fritter. Number two, a light square donut usually sprinkled with powdered sugar. Is it amazing? Yes, it is. This is from American French. Uh, Wow, you said the word French one, two, three, four, five times. Uh, Right in a row, etymology. From Bignet, B-I-G-N-E-T. From Bougne, B-U-Y-N-E, which means bump or bruise. That's uh, fascinating. I, how did it go from bump and bruise to uh, a donut? Next, we have the word being, B-E-I-N-G. First form, noun from the 14th century, 1A. The quality or state of having existence, 1B1. Something conceivable as existing. Ooh, we are getting very existential. 1B2. Something that actually exists. 1b3, the totality of existing things. 1c, conscious existence, synonym is life. 
Number two, the qualities that constitute an existent thing. Synonym is essence, especially the synonym personality. And then number three, a living thing, especially the synonym person. That concept of just being and consciousness and all that is just, I could talk for a long time about that. Now we have the second form of being. It is an adjective from the 14th century. A synonym is present, used in the phrase for the time being. Also, you could just say right now. And then the third form of being is a conjunction from 1528. It is a chiefly dialect. Synonyms are since and because, and it is usually used with the words as, as how, or that. So I guess it would be being as, or being as how, or being that. Next word is beha, capital B-E-J-A. It is a noun from 1819. One, a member of a pastoral people living between the Nile and the Red Sea. Number two, the Cushitic people of the, oh no, sorry, the Cushitic language of the Beha people. I love learning this stuff. I swear I won't remember it, but just the fact that I'm learning right now that there is a group of people called the Beha and they have a language called Cushitic, I just think that's, I've never heard of this before. I think it's very cool. Uh, so this is from the Arab dialect Beha or Beja, probably ultimately from the Giz, G-E-E-Z. Like, geez, mom, that's a word that I've never seen. That's a, um, an abbreviation, and it is, it is not in this list of abbreviations, so maybe that's just the word. Geez, I have to look that up, um, which is also beja, B-E-J-A, B-E-G-A, um, and that is that for that. And then the last word is bejabbers or bejeebers. B-E-G, no, why do I screw up the G's and the J's? B-E-J-A-B-B-E-R-S. It is an interjection from 1890. Oh, this is my favorite word. Um, And the synonym is just bejesus, which is going to be the first word in the next episode. Bejesus, bejabbers, bejeebers. This is a euphemism for by Jesus. Uh, Of course, that reminds me of the Simpsons, where I think Homer says, save me, Jeebus. Not the same, but similar. Um, While I was thinking about putting behind the scenes as the word of the episode, there were some other good ones, like beignets, or just beignet, and being, because the concept of being is cool, but I'm going to have to pick bejabbers as the word of the episode. Uh, That is it for today, which is April 19th. Tomorrow, we will start with bejesus. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Spencer dispensing information to all you lovely people. Stay safe. Goodbye.